Hello and welcome to Holistic Mental Health and Healing with Dr. Tyler Woods, Ph.D. Please remember this show does not diagnose illness or prescribe treatments. Please see your primary care physician for such needs. Now let's take the holistic journey with Dr. Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Tyler Woods and welcome to Anchor FM, Holistic Mental Health and Healing, where we take a look at mental health issues from a more holistic perspective. Now today, I personally want to talk about something that I'm starting to do, and that's Buddhist psychology. And I like Buddhist psychology because there's so much of it to learn. You know, I've always personally was into Buddhism, even as a child. I didn't know what the name was. I recall hearing something about these different heavens from a church my family was belonging to. And, um, and I was forced to join this church. And I remember telling people that we don't die and go to different heavens, that we die and we come back. And as an eight-year-old, it was odd that I was fully aware of what is called reincarnations. Now, in my 20s, I was an atheist. Nothing existed in the Christian world, I thought. Then in my early 30s, I began to meet Buddhists and hear about more what it was and the philosophy. I was slowly beginning to pay attention. By the time I got into my 40s, I had sat with the Dalai Lama. I had begun looking at the practices and I started to read about it more and more. In my 40s and 50s, I studied Buddhist psychology and grasped the concept of Buddhism and Buddhism in psychology. Then in my 60s, which I am 60, but as I hit 60, after some close friends became very mean and toxic, I needed to seek solace and I started going to the temple and learning from the people there. On learning on new levels, I learned about meditation and mantras and learning to let go and have more compassion, sending love and kindness to those who perhaps weren't so kind. Sadly, some people said it was simply me using it to look good. You swear, hell yeah, I said. You hold on to things. Indeed, I do, I said, and I practice letting go. You get angry, they said. I smiled and said, anger is suffering, and the idea is to learn not to be attached to suffering. So my anger is to help me detach. I soon discovered that people didn't like me practicing it. I used Buddhism to get sober. Dry drunk, they shouted as they spouted from the AA's big book. I smiled with almost 29 years of sobriety because after a decade of AA, I learned that addiction is an attachment that creates suffering and we get to let go of it. No steps, no clicks, no rights, no wrong. Just learning how to be present in the now, to be mindful of the attachment and having compassion for self. It was a very simple way for me to keep sober. I wish I understood why people don't understand Buddhism more. They think we don't swear, get angry, say things, feel things. Nope. Buddhism is a practice. No heaven, no hell. Just a practice. We're not perfect. We practice being humans. To be Buddhist, we don't need to wear any special garb. 
change our eating habits, become vegetarians, be monks, and give up material possessions or a social life. It simply means changing our perception. Not taking the obstacles that come our way so serious and seeing everything around us as interesting and full of potential. Now I know that's easier said than done, as is a lot of things in our life. Things are quite simple to be said, but that is why we call it a practice. Buddhist philosophy is not about putting on rose-tinted glasses, but rather removing the veils that prevent us from seeing how things really are. Some places call it Diamond Way Buddhism. We are just lay people, often with loved ones and family that have regular jobs, who incorporate a Buddhist practice into their daily lives. So the other thing is we have to realize that Buddhism is becoming very popular in Western countries for numerous reasons. The first good reason is Buddhism has many answers to the problems of a modern materialistic society. It also includes an understanding of the human mind and more natural therapies such as meditations, which prominent psychologists around the world are discovering not only to be advanced, but extremely effective. It creates peace and the ability to let go. You know, the Buddha taught many things, but the basic concept in Buddhism can be summed up with the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path. The Four Noble Truths are, yes, there is suffering. And the truth is what is the cause of suffering, the truth of the end of suffering, and the truth of the path that leads to the end of suffering, which is the Eightfold Path, which is about the right understanding, the right intent, the right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right connection. In Buddhism, the Eightfold Path is meant as a guideline to be considered to be taken on when each step is fully accepted as part of the life that you seek. Buddhism never will ask for blind faith. It seeks to promote learning and the process of self-discovery. Now, I want to take it to a simple conception. First, the name Buddhism originates from the word Buddhai. Now that means to wake up, so to speak. Therefore, Buddhism is the philosophy of awakening. So what does philosophy mean? It comes from two words, actually. The first one is philo, and that simply means love. And the second word is sophia, which means wisdom. Now, in a nutshell, I suppose Buddhism philosophy would then mean awakening to love and wisdom. Now that brings me to why I'm doing this show. I have a new webpage called bookovery.com, B-U-C-O-V-E-R-Y.com. 
And it's simple, really. It's a form of counseling, life coaching, psychotherapy that helps reduce one's suffering by using wisdom from Buddhism and trying to help people enter a state of balance and joy. Basically, this concept believes happiness starts from an understanding of the root cause of suffering. And like the Eightfold Path, there are paths we can take to end this suffering. And though it sounds easy, the, we tend to make it kind of difficult. You see, Western or traditional psychology is about looking and observing and putting a label on you and putting you in a category and offering what is happening in the mind as a specific name and coding and then getting a diagnosis and then getting medication. The general consensus in traditional psychology seems to be that drug therapies lead to behavioral changes and um, will change the mental process. It appears that little effort is devoted to the study of intermental states and processing. Buddhist psychology concentrates on the exploration of the function and operation of the mind and then works to free that person from their suffering or helping that person free themselves. Western psychology tends to adopt the attitude that individuals have to be helped. Whereas Buddhist psychology has a more holistic perspective and recognizes that the nature of reality and knows that life is a universal process and every individual is an essential part. And so therefore, Buddhist psychology invites you, the individual, to decide first to seek change and help them through the exploration of self. It shows us how to once again engage, be part of the real world in a way that is respectful and kind. It is far less textbook, far less medication, and more realistic and satisfying. So with Buddhist psychology, the theory is it believes that our psychological state depends on how we relate to what life brings us. It tells us to acknowledge the pain, know it's there. Now, that means whether it's physical or emotional, in Buddhist psychology, it says that part of life and with that pain comes and we suffer. Now here's the main thing. As human beings, we seem to see more layers of psychological suffering by how we engage with our experience. In particular, a strong desire to control things. To hang on to what we want and to push away what's unpleasant. And that gets us into trouble. Buddhist psychology focuses on staying in the now, mindfulness, meditation, insight, balance, joy, and kindness. Catch the Bukovery podcast right here on Anchor FM. Just type in Bukovery and go to that podcast or go to bukovery.com and learn more about using Buddhist psychology for mental health to help you walk in peace. And speaking of peace, it's time for me to head over to the Bukovery studios to record the podcast. So for now, this is Dr. Tyler Wood saying, walk in peace.